0: 630 Chad. This morning podcast with Stacey Bratzel and Daryl McIntyre. Alright, we're talking about stuff. <laughs> stuff. For the next uh, probably
1: half an hour because we've got lots of questions about stuff and how to get rid of stuff and why we feel so burdened by stuff but we can't get rid of the stuff because, well, we have emotional attachment to our stuff. It's treasured and memories. We need help
0: with our stuff. It's not stuff, it's treasured. Those are treasures from a lifetime.
1: I know that friendship bracelet that a friend who I can't even remember their name. I, I, it's, it's treasured memory that I still have. Why do I still have my high school friendship bracelets? Oh, that's, I don't know.
0: I still have my high school French uh, football jacket. I still have a football jersey from high school sitting in a box.
1: Yeah. I, I still have my cheerleading really, jersey uh, just, to, just to prove that I we, did it once upon a time, even though I have a picture of me in it. So okay. I don't know.
0: We've got a ched Shore tomorrow. I'm not throwing that out. Put, put it on. Oh. Come okay. to work. I'll put my football jersey on and my jacket and we'll come to work. We'll do cosplay.
1: And then we're going to throw it out. Yeah. Or because uh, we're talking about <laughs> getting rid of the clutter, not honoring the clutter. Well, but maybe some clutter is worth more than, mm, more than some other clutter. I don't clutter. know. We I don't know. We're talking we about help. getting rid of our stuff and downsizing so our kids don't have to.
0: So we need help. Uh, Caitlin Beekhouse is owner and lead organizer at Sort and Simple Professional Organizing. Joining us, uh, you've probably heard these conversations (laughs) kind of before, haven't you, Caitlin?
2: Absolutely. We hear it a lot. People are wanting to downsize. They know that they need to let go of some of these things that they've kept for decades and decades, but there's that attachment. Mm -hmm.
0: So how do you disattach, detach from that stuff? Or do you? Do you have to? Why do we have to? I don't want to, Caitlin.
2: (laughs) There can definitely be that resistance um, because we love our things and it's part of our identity, right? Those previous memories, those experiences Mm in high school being on the football team or your kids growing up, it all forms part of your identity and those special memories that we want to keep. But I think it's important to remember that our memories are within us, not within our things, but they're a trigger. To, to help us remember. Yeah. And especially as we get older, those memories become really special and very sacred, but we start to run out of space. And as adult, older adults, we might need to actually move into smaller living quarters. Mm-hmm. And we physically cannot take everything with us. It's just, there's the reality.
1: So where do we start? Mm
2: -hmm. Where do we start? Well, I like to say the sooner the better. So waiting until you're retired or you're a senior um, is going to be a lot harder than starting in younger stages Mm -hmm. of life, right? Being more mindful of as you go through these different stages, passing on your kids' clothes, when you finish a hobby, letting someone else enjoy it after you, and being very proactive in those younger years. But for many of us, you know, we might already be seniors or older adults and we have a lifetime of accumulated things in our homes. Um, And so the best thing is to start now while you are physically able, mentally able, and have family support. But family
0: literally supports. where do you start? Right? Is, do you go? Do you... <laughs> literally where in the house, what, do room? You, what room? What room? Yeah.
2: I like to start with the things that are less sentimental. So okay. leaving the paperwork and the photos, leave those to the end. That's the really tough things. Instead, start with the easy stuff, like maybe you're not attached to kitchen items. Right or if you've had a spouse that's passed away and the garage was their space and you're not into tools and woodworking, maybe that's a good place to start. But what do you do with all the stuff?
1: Uh, Some of the stuff may be of value to someone. Where do you take it? Do you try to sell it? What do you do?
2: There's definitely pros and cons to trying to sell things. Yes, you could get a little bit of cash back. Uh, There are some pieces we have that are valuable, but quite often we overvalue our own things just simply because we own it, right? Uh, and then there's the cost of your time and energy and the frustration of dealing with people on online or having a garage sale takes a lot mm-hmm. of effort. Um, so quite often we recommend donation. It's the easiest way to let go of things. There are so many organizations in our city and in uh, the surrounding areas that can use those things. There's families that... Uh, are newcomers to Canada or are struggling that could really benefit from receiving those things.
0: So where do you go? Because uh, let's face it, if you're going through and decluttering, I'm lazy. I want a one-stop shop. I don't want to have to go and say, well, is this going to be, do I have to go and dry clean this? Do I have to have this? Does this have to be washed up? Where does one go to do this that you
2: know it's going to get the most value? Yeah, that's a really good point, Daryl, because I agree. We don't want to be trying to organize all the things we wanna get rid of into 25 different piles to each go to a different organization. So I really like uh, thrift shops that uh, take household items, clothing, they'll take home decor, they take a really wide mix of things. Those are my favorite, especially like the local thrift shops. Um, They often are supporting local Uh, charitable causes, and you can drop off a ton of things. Some of our donation centers in the city also offer things like electronic recycling drop-off. For example, Find in Edmonton, they take home goods, but then they also accept clothing for the Bissell Center, and you can drop off electronics for recycling. So that's a great one-stop shop.
1: And also, I think the Ukrainian free store also looking, their their uh, shelves are bare as well as Find. So they are looking for stuff, you yeah. just have to, well Find will pick up stuff for you. So it makes it really super simple for those, those bigger items.
2: Yeah, and especially for seniors that physically can't mm-hmm. take some of those larger items or if you didn't have a vehicle to mm-hmm. transport really big furniture, Find is a great option.
1: But i might need it at some point <laughs> right the
2: just in case
1: the right? just in case uh, what do i do when i think oh you know what i, I this household item i might need it at, at, at some point mm-hmm. uh, how do you get over that mindset
2: i think it can be challenging especially when you've had say a full-size house and you can keep a lot of just in case items if you're downsizing and actually moving to a smaller place, you're not gonna have room for all these Mm -hmm. just-in-cases. So what's more important, being prepared for a potential future or being comfortable and having room to walk around your new home? So really being more mindful about that, but also being realistic of how many times have you actually used that item just in case? If it's been 40 years at the bottom of your closet, You haven't needed it, and Mm -hmm. are you really going to now?
0: How do you get around the? This has some value. I don't want to just throw it away or give it away, but you know, I paid a lot of money for this back in the day. How do you get people past that spot? Mm -hmm. Because you're right, there are unrealistic expectations about the value of some of this material.
2: Yeah, and I can really see that people do care about the financials of it. That's Mm -hmm. a huge, huge part, Um, but. I think we need to change our mindset around when we purchase something, the money is gone. Um, Uh, Yeah. It's already been spent, you know, you bought that sweater, or you bought that electronic, and very quickly things come in and out of fashion, um, and and the money is already gone. So if we can be a little more accepting of that, I think it's going to be easier to let go.
0: Just don't want to waste it. Don't want to waste it.
2: Absolutely. But it's also a waste to have something sit in your home being unused by anyone. It's true. And I, there
1: are a lot of upcycling sites on Facebook where it's just like you're giving stuff away for people who... Wanted. I, I know I got a food processor. I said, I'm in search of a food processor because mine crapped out. And somebody's like, I'm downsizing. Please take mine. And it was a perfectly good food processor. And it came into a, a place and a home yeah. that actually is using it.
2: That's so it's fantastic. The easy rehoming through the buy nothing groups is a fantastic mm. way to pass items on. And they're not being uh, transported around the city, right? Mm. It's right in your neighborhood. Someone's picking it up and immediately using it.
1: And I love that like they, they show a, a picture of a whole bunch stuff saying, you have to take it all.
0: Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it's a take-it-all so box. even if
1: you only want one thing, yeah. take it all because it's now your problem. And
0: now it's offloaded to you. Exactly. I am done. Uh, do people need professional help with your, your, your group, Short and Simple? Dude, how much does it cost to get professional help doing this? Some people, I think it's just so overwhelming, they need somebody to come in and, and be of assistance.
2: Absolutely. And we definitely support having friends families neighbors help you out that can be a really great way to work together share your memories but many seniors and and adults don't have family members in the city or their kids have busy lives they've they've got enough on their plate so hiring an expert can help to expedite the process especially if you're having those mental blocks of Um, How do I get started? I'm feeling overwhelmed. And we can just help you look at this big overwhelming task and break it into small manageable chunks. Mm. And there's lots of ways to uh, stretch the budget if that's something that is uh, important. And that can be by getting you started and giving you homework (laughs) projects. We love to give out homework. And (laughs) those are small manageable tasks that you can do on your own Mm -hmm. between sessions. And having that actual in-person help can be really great for some of our clients that have mobility issues. Um, Sometimes there's really large furniture that we can't move on our own or things up high that are hard to reach. Um, So it's really finding what works for you. And remembering too that older adults and seniors come in a variety of of types, right? We have seniors that are very independent and we have seniors that need more physical and mental supports.
1: All right, thanks for joining us.
2: That Thank was you great. so much for having me. It was mm-hmm. wonderful.
1: Yeah, I've, I've got issues. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, uh, join the club. Well, yeah, I'll, t- I'll tell you about one thing that I've been keeping uh, for 16 years that I-, I need to get over. All right. Uh, I'll tell that story coming up in two minutes. Before the break, we were talking to Caitlin Beekhouse. Somebody mentioned, what was that company she owns again? Well, she is the (laughs) owner and lead organizer at Sort and Simple Professional Organizing. And I did let you know that uh, there is one thing that I am hoarding, that I am holding on to, that I need to get rid of.
0: So what What do you got?
1: So I still have my daughter's baby clothes. She Uh is 50.
0: Wow. 50. So they don't fit her anymore. <laughs> <laughs> they don't fit
1: her anymore. And I have them vacuum sealed so I always can smell that scent. Mm. You know, there's nothing that smells better than that smell of the baby. And the smell's and
0: still the, there? The smell's still there. Or do you imagine? Don't that? You I'm have not to... be, the smell's still there? I'm not being facetious here. The smell's still there. So you I can open, just open them up my... and then vacuum seal them again? Well, them they're kind of
1: unsealed then... at this point, but. Um, yeah, no. Yeah, it's it's still sealed. It, I, it's, I have I have bags. I have bags. I have baggage. It sounds like as well. But you know, there's just that the preservation of her as a baby and mm-hmm. I, you just don't want to let that go even though she is a teenager now and I still have bags. So I need to let that go. I understand that.
0: But you don't have to let it all go. So no, my advice to you would you have bags of these things? Mm-hmm. Keep them vacuum sealed you, so they don't take up much space. You create one that is almost small. You can even have it in some kind of little special memory box and you can still have that one. Pick your favorite outfit or whatever and let the rest go to some other children who could use it. So that that way you get you you get the, you get everything. I
1: know.
0: You get I to know. keep it. I know. There's just lots of those things of that
1: sort of moms just hold on to. Yeah, and I, I know I've, I've gotten rid of a lot of her clothes, but there's ones like if she's in a photo... Uh, with this outfit on. I want to keep that because my mom kept it and I have a bunch of my old uh, outfits that are totally flammable because that's how they dressed us in the 70s. And uh, so that's just Mm. tradition. And yeah, the the scent thing was, it sounds a little creepy. I get it. I just want to maintain that moment of of just pure baby joy.
0: You're thinking, you're recognizing it's your first step forward because eventually... It's gotta go. I've been thinking gotta make about a move about 10 years.